So Daryl Morey met with Rich Paul yesterday to discuss the 2-5 situation. Today we'll talk about all the details. Also Tobias Harris with a lingering injury. Could it be an issue though at the upcoming trade deadline? And lastly, a trade today around the NBA that could have some implications on the Sixers moving forward. We have it all coming up. Let's go. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome back on into the show. Like always, if you do enjoy this content, feel free to drop a like. Hit the subscribe if you're new. Help us keep growing the family and hit that notification bell so you get all the notifications anytime we drop content or go live. Obviously, we are back with a plethora of news today. Didn't get a chance to cover it all yesterday. We were streaming and all. Shout out to everybody who came out and watched Joel Embiid tie the franchise record for 30 point games with eight in a row but anyway we are back today and we may as well dive right into it so we start with the biggest bombshell of them all that is right Adrian Wojnarowski coming out yesterday and reporting that Rich Paul and Daryl Morey met along with Elton Brand as well to discuss the status of the stalemate between the two sides wonder what they uh wonder what kind of lunch they they had you know wonder if it was like a you know a nice little private lunch or if they went to like Chipotle or something like that um, but stands is unchanged. Simmons no closer to playing this season and the Sixers determined to bring back a significant player via trade. Woj follows up with that by saying that in the lunch meeting in Philadelphia, they talked through the ongoing situation. Sixers want uh, Simmons to return to the floor, but there's no movement on that front. No traction on a trade. Now trade deadline, February 10th. And he also followed that up yesterday by pretty much saying that the top targets in terms of interest that the Sixers are even receiving right now are the likes of Harrison Barnes, DeMontis Sabonis, and John Collins in that quote, they are not moving the needle for the Sixers in a trade. And honestly, they shouldn't. Quite honestly, they shouldn't. I mean, if I'm Daryl Morey, I'm not trading him for Harrison Barnes. Like, come on, man. It's just not going to work out. But anyway, as we've been talking about these last few days, you know, I've been saying I've been getting more nervous, you know, like more nervous, more nervous. We still have three and a half weeks until this thing uh, has to happen by. But, you know, I'm just I'm sitting here. And and if my level of concern was at like a two or three a few days ago, it's probably at like a five or six. Now, Um, the fact that they keep on implementing this idea that they want him to come back. And like I said, and like I continue to tell you guys, it doesn't matter how much it makes sense for him to come back to help out both sides or do this or do that. He's just not going to. He said it himself. You can see there's no budging from either side. And, you know, Daryl Morey's trying to hold firm, and, and so are they. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, and it's pretty rough. Even an article today coming out from Jake Fisher, NBA writer, and um, shout-out to Austin Krell, who uh, put put a quote from the article out here on Twitter. It says, uh, the more likely scenario has Simmons staying in Philadelphia past the deadline short of a new trade candidate emerging Sixers do not view uh, holding on to him as punting on a season of Embiid's prime, a common criticism made by rival front offices, not even just by rival front offices. How about everybody here in this fan base in Philadelphia? And I've been saying this for days now. You know, I've been behind Maury. I've said, all right, you have the keys, you have the car, go make something happen. You still need to pull something out. But like I've been saying, if nothing happens by the trade deadline, I don't care. I don't care if there's better deals potentially five months down the road or if you want to wait till the summer and bank on this or bank on James Harden, okay? If it doesn't happen, all right, 
everybody has to get ripped. Like, this would be a colossal failure, and it sucks because Daryl Morey and, and, and this team really are in a bad situation. I mean, you have Doc Rivers coming out openly talking about, like, crazy trade scenarios yesterday saying, like, you know, there's going to be a bunch of trade offers and all this stuff. You have Danny Green on his podcast essentially begging him to come back and saying, oh, well, it's good for him that, you know, he doesn't have to, uh, you know, really take a huge hit because he has a lot of money. Pretty much saying, like, you know, um, he can afford to take that kind of hit. And then you have, like, all these guys having to address the situation. It's absolutely crazy. And one last thing I will say about it is that I cannot believe, and this is fraudulent, that the NBA and Adam Silver and them have not stepped into the situation. We talked last week about how the executive director who was retiring of the NBA Players Association pretty much kind of held the Sixers at fault for this, and the NBA has not done a damn thing. If this was LeBron's team or Kevin Durant or, or someone like that, they would have been all over this. But we are now 40 games in. If I told you 40 games into the season and nothing, no budging, no resolution on either side, no no um, interference from the NBA, nothing, would you believe me? Because I think this is absolutely asinine, and it's not fair to the Sixers team that could be in position to contend, and I think it's insane. I really do. Um, but we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Also, Rich Paul, after showing up to a, a nice little salad uh, and, and maybe you know a couple drinks with Daryl Morey and Elton Brand at lunchtime, he ends up showing up to the Sixers game last night. Apparently, he was courtside watching the game. Sixers ended up losing after winning seven straight. Um, and according to Kyle Newbeck here, a fan near him at the game yelled during a break in action, quote, yo, Rich Paul, get to five out of Philly. And um, <laughs> I mean, it's just like they know what they're doing at this point. And you know what? Another point I wanted to make as well. Again, I'm not here to judge two five personally and all that. I'm just talking about in the professional aspect of it. OK, him, his team, whoever it was, put out all these you know rumors, all these talks months ago about the whole mental health situation. And that pretty much caused it to not be talked about at all because it is a sensitive topic and a lot of people deal with stuff like that every day. Um, but in the meantime, you know, the report comes out yesterday that, you know, he's ready to come back after a few weeks of ramped conditioning. And then also the report about how they don't want to come back here. But pretty much he would be ready to play if feasible. And I, I really think it's been that way the whole time. And if it is true that either him or Rich Paul... Um, are really like pushing that agenda to not be here, but to use that as an excuse. You know, we know the whole provision in the contract. We talked about that. If that is true and it does come out and he gets traded and, you know, goes out to play for a team the next night, man, the NBA should honestly do something about that because that is, that is literally tarnishing your brand. It's already tarnishing your brand by, you know, just giving an alleyway for the next player who's unhappy with his situation to pretty much come out and just sit out when he wants to or quit on his organization. And if you support that, I just, I don't know what else to say uh, at this point. But anyway, moving on to the next thing that kind of is impacted by that, a trade today around the NBA, Cam Reddish being sent from the Atlanta Hawks to the New York Knicks in exchange for a 2022 protected first round pick via Charlotte and the Knicks also get Solomon Hill and a 2025 second-round pick via Brooklyn. So essentially, what I'm hearing here is Cam Reddish for a first-round pick and Solomon Hill. That's what I'm hearing, and a second-round pick, okay? But, like, first off, I can't believe that this really did happen now because there's still three and a half weeks ago. You're telling me 
that Cam Reddish and the Hawks were this much um, at the stake where, you know, they just had to get rid of them right now. You're telling me they couldn't gauge any more interest. Now, I mean, it's a good deal for Atlanta, but it's like Cam Reddish can still really develop into a nice player. It's only been a couple years that he's been in the NBA. And, you know, uh, according to a bunch of sources today, there was a lot of interest. You know, the Lakers offered a couple picks, this and that. And they already sent him off today. But how does that impact the Sixers? Well, you know, this big Atlanta Hawks uh, buzz over the last couple of days has really been centered around John Collins and Cam Reddish. And and obviously, you know, you can throw DeAndre Hunter in or Gallinari or guys like that. But at the end of the day, for me at least, Cam Reddish was a huge piece in that deal. He is now on his way to New York where I think he's actually going to have a really, really good career if he stays there. Um, they're now making the jokes about Cam Reddish and, and RJ and now Zion's next, but, um, you know, I, I really liked Cam Reddish and now for me, the Hawks deal is completely off the table. I don't want John Collins and I don't think Daryl Morey's going to trade two five for John Collins and Deandre Hunter or Bogdanovich. I just don't see that happening. Um, and yeah, they also moved to pick in that deal. So, you know, that's kind of where we're at with that now. So you can kind of cross off Atlanta in my books. Um, I just don't see it being feasible, but we will see what happens. And obviously we're going to have a lot more trades and a lot more buzz as we move forward. And we end today with Tobias Harris, who, uh, according to multiple sources, Keith Pompey here says he's been playing with right shoulder bursitis and bicep tendinitis. Um, and Tobias Harris talked about this openly in the press conference last night saying that he's had it since the Utah game. It's been bothering him. Maybe that's a reason why his shooting has been way off this year. He's probably been playing through somewhat of an injury like a lot of players do. Um, but, you know, I mean, he needs his arm to shoot. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure some of that's bothering him. Some of it is him having to step up and just taking better shots. But, you know, I'm sure he is battling through something. And could that impact the upcoming trade deadline? We've been hearing him in potential trade talks, maybe even separate trade talks, right? But, you know, outside of a package, um, it's going to be hard to really leverage him if he is not only playing bad, but dealing with that injury. So another bad break for the Sixers. And he also came out and talked about the trade rumors yesterday, saying it's not the first time I've been in trade rumors and it probably won't be the last. So that is that. He said he's motivated. He's going to come out, continue to work harder, and just try to get better and try to put that past him. He said he thought about it, and he's going to do what he can. And that's the kind of attitude you need, right? Isn't it so amazing that a player can be put in a potential trade rumor and have you know people talking about it on Twitter and kind of just look past it and say, you know what, I'm just going to come out and get better and do my job every single night. Isn't that nice? Well, I wish everybody uh, had that same kind of mindset. But anyway, those are just my thoughts on everything. Hopefully, we find a way to make this happen because I'll tell you guys, Day by day, I am getting more and more nervous. They had a lunch. They literally met, and boom, nothing. They probably stormed out of there. That Rich Paul probably didn't even pay the bill. Who knows, man? I don't know, but this is getting scary. And if we go a couple more weeks and we do not make any moves, let's just say some words are going to be said, and uh, the truth will have to be spoken about this team and where they're at moving forward. But those are just my thoughts. Give me all yours down below in the comment section. I'm excited to hear about what you have to think. With that being said, appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Like always, I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.